1 Kings chapter 16, verse 1. And the word of the Lord came to Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Basa, saying, Jehu is a prophet, and God is telling him to say, too, For as much as I exalted thee out of the dust, and made thee prince over my people Israel, and thou hast walked in the way of Jeroboam, and hast made my people Israel to sin to provoke me with their sins. 3. Behold, I will utterly sweep away Basa and his house, and I will make thy house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Basa will not have a son that inherits the throne, and possibly his entire household will die, just as Jeroboam's house died. For him that dieth of Basa in the city shall the dogs eat, and him that dieth of his in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. Which means they're going to be killed in battle again, just as Jeroboam's children were killed in battle. In the city there are wild dogs and domestic dogs. The dogs are going to eat their dead bodies. But out in the country, it will be the carrion birds like the vultures that eat the bodies of those who are slain out in the field. 5. Now the rest of the acts of Basa and what he did in his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? 6. And Basa slept with his fathers and was buried in Tirzah, and Ella his son reigned in his stead. He did have a son who reigned, but I'm sure Ella is going to get slaughtered. 7. And moreover, by the hand of the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, came the word of the Lord against Basa and against his house, both because of all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord to provoke him with the work of his hands in being like the house of Jeroboam, and because he smote him. Basa had killed all the children of Jeroboam, and now God is punishing him for killing the children, even though he did what God appointed him to do. Isn't this interesting how God can use you as a tool of his own revenge, but then you will get punished for it? This doesn't make God evil at all, because God allowed the evil Basa to kill Jeroboam because of a curse against Jeroboam, but that didn't negate the sin of Basa. Basa was still an evil man, and then he himself had to be killed later. So if we want to be an instrument of God's wrath and hurt and torment and punish other people, that's our choice, but we'll get punished later, after we're done being used as an instrument. 8. In the twentieth and sixth year of Asa, king of Judah, began Ella, the son of Basa, to reign over Israel in Tirzah, and he reigned two years. Asa is the king of Judah at this time, and now Ella is becoming the king of Israel. 9. And his servant Zimri, captain of half his chariots, conspired against him. Now he was in Tirzah, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, who was over the household in Tirzah. King Ella, the king of Israel, is a drunkard, a great sinner, and he's getting drunk in the house of one of his captains. And another captain is conspiring to kill him, and that captain is Zimri, who wants to kill Asa. 10. And Zimri went in and smote him and killed him in the twenty and seventh year of Asa king of Judah and reigned in his stead. Zimri took the crown by force. He killed the king and took the crown. 11. And it came to pass when he began to reign, as soon as he sat on his throne, that he smote all the house of Basa. He left him not a single man-child, neither of his kinfolks nor of his friends. The reason that Zimri killed everybody in Basa's household, including King Ella, is so that none of those sons would get revenge and take the crown back. Whenever you take the crown from a king, you have to kill all of his sons, or else one of them will come after you. 12. Thus did Zimri destroy all the house of Basa according to the word of the Lord which he spoke against Basa by Jehu the prophet. 
13. For all the sins of Bassa and the sins of Ella his son, which they sinned, and wherewith they made Israel to sin, to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, with their vanities. Vanity is when you think you're better than other people. This was Satan's problem in heaven. He thought that he was better than his own creator. This was Absalom's problem. He thought that he was better than his own father, King David. And now, this was Bassa and Ella's problem. They thought that they were better than their own God who created them, and so they worshipped pagan gods, and Ella was a drunkard. 14. Now the rest of the acts of Ella and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? We will read this again when we get to Chronicles, but we'll get more details. 15. In the twenty and seventh year, which means the 27th year, of Asa king of Judah did Zimri reign seven days in Tirzah. Now the people were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. Seven days is not very long. This sounds like it's going to end bad for Zimri. 16. And the people that were encamped heard say, Zimri hath conspired and hath also smitten the king. Wherefore all Israel made Omri the captain of the host, king over Israel that day in the camp. Now they have said, since Zimri is a murderer and he murdered the king to get the throne, we're going to give it to Omri instead. The leaders of Israel took the throne from Zimri and gave it to Omri. And Omri is another captain of the host, the army. 17. And Omri went up from Gibbethon, and all Israel with him, and they besieged Tirzah. Tirzah is where Zimri is, so that's why they're besieging it. Now that Omri is king, he has to prove he's king to Zimri by killing Zimri. 18. And it came to pass, when Zimri saw that the city was taken, that he went into the castle of the king's house, and burnt the king's house over him with fire, and died. He committed suicide by committing arson, and remaining in the house that he burnt. He burnt Ella's house in Israel. 19. For his sins which he sinned in doing that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, in walking in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin which he did to make Israel to sin. Every king of Israel has been bad up to this point. They've all been evil. I don't know about Omri yet. We'll find out if he's evil or if he does good. But Omri is the seventh king of Israel. And many of these kings are from different tribes too. 20. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and his treason that he wrought, you know, it's treason to kill your own king. Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? 21. Then were the people of Israel divided into two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath, to make him king, and half followed Omri, who is the captain. This is complicated because now there's two kings in Israel and one king in Judah which is three kings reigning at the same time over God's people, which is really ridiculous. 22. But the people that followed Omri prevailed against the people that followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath. So Tibni died and Omri reigned. I don't know how long Tibni was king, but it couldn't have been for very long. He must have died in battle, and Omri continued reigning over all the ten tribes of Judah. 23. In the thirty and first year of Asa, king of Judah began Omri to reign over Israel, and reigned twelve years, six years reigned he in Tirzah. Twelve years altogether, but for six years he reigned in Tirzah as his capital. 24. And he bought the hill Samaria of Shemer for two talents of silver, and he built on the hill, and called the name of the city which he built after the name of Shemer, the owner of the hill Samaria. 25. And Omri did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and dealt wickedly above all that were before him. 
Now we're going to find out why the Israelites hate the Samaritans. This is the beginning of that hatred. King Omri did pagan worship in Samaria, which is an area that he bought from a pagan king. From this point on, Sumerians are always going to be associated with paganism and foreigners. They're like half Israelites, half pagans. In the New Testament, Samaritans are considered pagans even though they're Israelites. 26. For he, Omri, walked in all the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and in his sins wherewith he made Israel to sin, to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, with our vanities. It's vain when we serve false gods because we're refusing to acknowledge the true God who actually created us. False gods allow us to, through them, kind of worship ourselves. That's why it's vanity. And God cares what kind of a leader we are. If we're a leader and we lead other people into sin, God holds us accountable for that. 27. Now the rest of the acts of Omri, which he did, and his might that he showed, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? 28. And Omri slept with his fathers, meaning that he died, and was buried in Samaria, and Ahab his son reigned in his stead. I don't know what tribe Omri was from. The Bible didn't tell us. Maybe it'll later tell us what tribe Ahab is from, but he is a famously evil king. 29. And in the thirty and eighth year of Asa, king of Judah, began Ahab, the son of Omri, to reign over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samaria twenty and two years. Ahab is famously evil, and because he reigned in Samaria, that's probably another reason why the New Testament Jews hate the Samaritans, because Ahab was so evil. And Ahab is the arch nemesis of one of the greatest prophets in the Bible, Elijah. We'll be reading about Elijah soon, and it's going to get really exciting. 30. And Ahab the son of Omri did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, above all that were before him. Meaning Ahab was even more evil than all the Israelite kings who came before him. 31. And it came to pass, as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. Baal is a god who requires child sacrifice. It's a demon god, which means that Ahab's, some of his children would have been sacrificed to demons, and he is the king of Israel. So now here's the second king who we've seen who most likely sacrificed some of his children to a demon god. The first one was Solomon, king of Judah, and now Ahab, king of Israel, is doing the same thing. They never sacrifice all their children. They usually sacrifice the firstborn or something like that. And he married a wicked woman, Jezebel. She's notoriously the most wicked woman in the Bible. The story is really going to get exciting at this point because we have Elijah the prophet against the most evil king and his most evil wife. 32. And she reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. 33. And Ahab made the Asherah, so they had an Asherah pole as well. And Ahab did yet more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, than all the kings of Israel that were before him. Which means now the Israelites are practicing temple prostitution, which includes sodomy. They're also probably raping animals, most likely, because that's another thing that pagans do. They're sacrificing children all over the land of Israel, including some of the king's children. It just couldn't be worse than this. 34. In his days did Hiel, the Bethelite, build Jericho with 
Abiram, his firstborn, he laid the foundation thereof, and with his youngest son, Segub, he set up the gates thereof, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by the hand of Joshua, the son of Nun. Remember when Jericho was destroyed? Joshua had spoken a prophecy that the man who rebuilds Jericho will build it by his first son and his last son being killed in the process. Now that prophecy has come true after all these years. Because Joshua spoke that prophecy before we had any kings or any judges of Israel. Joshua spoke it right after they had entered the land of Canaan, which later became Israel. Kiel buried his first son in the foundation and buried his second son at the gate on purpose because this was part of a pagan ritual. But now Jericho has been rebuilt. And that's evil because God did not want Jericho to be rebuilt. So another evil has been done in the land of Israel. And that concludes 1 Kings chapter 16.